We all have paradigms and roadblocks that prevent us from excelling, and they can be real or imagined. Welcome to Beyond Bricks, a podcast that will give you the ability to break through those walls. Here's Dr. Nathan Unruh. Hello, everyone. Dr. Nathan Unruh here, and I'm excited for this conversation. Uh, I got a a special guest with me, and you're going to find out in a real hurry that he exemplifies what we always talk about, the H3 formula, heart, hustle, and humility, because he's got all three. He's got a whole bunch of heart. He likes to give, give, give. You'll, You'll learn his story in just a moment, how he's been giving back to the chiropractic profession for a long time, and he's very passionate about it. Hustle, I mean, look at his shirt, look at his hat, it's Cairo Hustle. So he's not afraid to get his hands dirty. He's not afraid to do, put the hard work in. And he's going to talk a little bit about that. And humility. Humility is, again, how we describe humility is the ability to show up empty, show up with the beginner's mind, show up that, hey, if I need some help, I need to raise my hand. If I got to be the smartest guys in the room, I better change rooms. So Jim Chester is my guest today. And let me tell you about Jim just for a second. Jim was a marketing and journalist student who learned that the chiropractic profession needed a bigger megaphone. He's not a chiropractor, ladies and gentlemen. And he feels that a more consistent messaging, and and what he discovered is that a non-chiropractor raising that megaphone could help validate the voice of all things chiropractic. So first and foremost, Jim, high five for you helping taking this uh, torch and carrying it and helping us. So I'm just, I want to introduce you and, and tell us a little bit about you, Jim. Well, Dr. Nathan, thank you for having me on. Um, first of all, uh, it's a real blessing to be able to share with your audience today. And I think that it, it comes from a lot of dedication and consistency in the marketplace. And I, I think that if people understand the fuel that it takes to light somebody up, and fulfillment, which is the fruit that it bears and how it has an impact on so many people's lives and their families. Uh, It's, it's valuable. And I think that when you distill all that down, you really understand how it has a positive impact, not only on me as the catalyst, but so many more people because of what we produce. So um, I'm a kid from Davenport, Iowa. Um, lived there for 30 years, uh, grew up 1.2 miles away from the fountainhead Palmer college. Um, didn't know anything about chiropractic except for when I got adjusted, I knew I felt better and, uh, had, uh, a job working in the service industry. I was at a piano bar, uh, making martinis and my door guy, um, Matt Walker, um, he was going to college at Palmer. Um, we were buddies and, uh, he, he invited me, uh, over to his house one day and he adjusted me and, uh, we were, we were just sitting around one day and, uh, he asked me if I could do anything in the world, what would it be? And I was like, man, I want to make documentary films because my background's in marketing and journalism. And I was like, I think that chiropractic needs a documentary film. And, uh, he's like, well, I'm going to help you get to that point in your career. But in the meantime, do you want to come up and work at my office that I'm going to be opening in Arlington Heights or outside of Chicago? I said, wow, once again, I don't know anything about chiropractic, but I know when I get adjusted, I feel better. Um, 
back when I was uh, 16 years old, I uh, hurt myself playing high school football and uh, got over to Palmer College for an exam on my shoulder. And uh, they asked my mom at the time if they could do some x-rays on my spine. Um, and my mom said, sure, if his shoulders messed up, it might've messed up something in his spine too. So my mom gave the green light, got some x-rays and I went on to get a four-year scholarship to play soccer. And, uh, I knew that every time I got adjusted, I performed better on the field. So when Matt met me, um, he was an all American football player. Um, his claim to fame is he never fair caught a punt or a kick, uh, when he was a return guy. And he would return everything. And that's what led him into chiropractic. Um, somebody popped him under his chin with their helmet when he wasn't fair catching a ball. And uh, he started getting chiropractic care when he was in college. Um, little did I know that both of our stories would intersect with each other and he would help spur my career into chiropractic. And 13 years later, um, we've created two documentary films on chiropractic. Um, there was a, a stretch there where I did 600 chiropractic screenings in 36 months, two and a half years, scheduling over 3000 people for chiropractic services. And uh, we released our second chiropractic film in 2019. The first one was released in 2016. If you go to Cairo Hustle's website, you can go down to the bottom of the page and get both those films for free. Um, but as I got into it more and more, I wanted to add more value because I realized that there's this really powerful story. The really powerful story is one that I got uh, indoctrinated with after talking to hundreds and hundreds upon hundreds of chiropractors. And now over the past four years, we've interviewed over a thousand chiropractors. So I'm a volume guy. If I can help one person, why not help 3000? If I can interview one chiropractor, why not interview a uh, thousand of them? If I can go out there and do one chiropractic marketing event, why not do 600? If I can do one chiropractic film, why not do two? Um, so I became somebody that just became really uh, passionate about the chiropractic story. And all the old chiropractors would always say, tell the story, tell the story, tell the story. And uh, it was nine years ago, I went to my first chiropractic seminar and I saw, uh, I believe it was Tim Young um, talking about this and Joe Borio talking about this and Liam Schubel talking about this. I didn't know who these guys were. I was just a guy that was setting up tractions at a chiropractic office. And that's the other story. I also worked in a chiropractic clinic for six years and, uh, I was a traction tech in a CBP office. And I just learned from the inside out, uh, what it meant to be a warrior for the profession what it meant to tell the story and now what it means to be somebody that is continuously telling the story and sharing the story. Because I realized over time, Dr. Nathan, it's not about me. It's about everyone else. But if I stay true to my standard, if I stay consistent with my methods, then eventually I'll rise to the top. So that's how I got to your show today. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, I appreciate so, so ladies and gentlemen, I mean, I, I, you know, I get to talk to a lot of chiropractors too. And, uh, and some of them just feel beat up, Jim. I mean, they, they, I, I look at the passion in your eyes and, and just listening to your story. And it's not like you're, you're sizzling out. It sounds like you're just getting ready to scale up. Well, I'm just getting started. It, yeah. So I think that, you know, as people listen to this is that, you know, the word inspiration means to breathe life into. And the word motivation means to move. And so my hope to you is you listen to Jim today, a guy who's been around 
hundreds of chiropractors, who's done thousands of screenings, who's now produced the number one podcast, arguably in the chiropractic profession, that he's telling our story. It's for that we should be thankful. Number two, we should also help rally your rally your message and also learn that, hey, you know what? Maybe I can be doing more. And maybe this kind of, something in this conversation starts to spark that chiropractic flame again, if you will. So I got a question that because I'm just curious. I want to make sure that the listeners here today take the opportunity to go watch the films. What is kind of the context around the films? Well, this is the true story. Um, I was working at a chiropractic clinic, like I said, in Arlington Heights, Illinois. And the doc, Dr. Matt Walker, he's like, dude, I got these tickets. And I'm like, what are we doing? He's like, he was always surprising me with cool stuff. He's like, I was like, what are we doing? He's like, well, they, they, they made a chiropractic movie and we're going to go watch a premiere of it. And at the point that movie was called, it was called doctored. And oh. he took, he took me to that premiere and at the end of it, he's like, what'd you think? I go, I can do better. <laughs> and I go, that wasn't a chiropractic film. I go, that was inspirational with the chiropractic message in it, but that wasn't a chiropractic film. That didn't talk about the history of chiropractic. It didn't follow patients under care very well. I was like, I'm going to do better. So I started a GoFundMe and a kick, it was called a Kickstarter. And um, I brought on a partner who runs Cairo Hustle with me. We've been working together now for 11 years. And um, I enlisted him and I was like, hey, man, I have this big idea. I want to make a chiropractic movie called Chiropractic the Documentary. Are you in? And he was like, well, I have a different idea. I want to make movies too. He was a film major. And I was like, well, with my journalistic background and your film major background, we can do some cool stuff together. So anyways, um, we, we set out to create Chiropractic, the documentary. We went and started filming it in 2015. We released it in 2016. And uh, throughout the whole process, I got guys like John Martini to be in it. And I got uh, clips of Jim Sigafoos in it. I, I reached out to Patsy, rest her soul. She just passed away last week. Um, Patsy Sigafoos was Jim Sigafoos' wife. I reached mm -hmm. out to Irene Gold. And my, my number one in my number one line was, hi, my name is Jim Chester. I'm a very enthusiastic individual. I'm making a film about chiropractic. I'd like to use clips of your husband in our film. Would that be possible? I reached out to Paul Reed at ChiroFest. Hey, Paul, my name is Jim Chester. I'm a very enthusiastic individual. I'm making a film about chiropractic. I'd like to come out to your event, ChiroFest, and interview the people that are speaking on the stage, the vendors, and the attendees. Can we make that work? Danny Knowles. Hey, Danny, my name is Jim Chester. I'm a very enthusiastic individual. I'm making a film on chiropractic. I'd like to come out to Mile High, number one, and interview the people that are attending, the speakers, and the people that are vendors in the hallways. Um, is that possible? And the number one thing that they both said to me, what's in it for me? I go, cool. I'm glad you asked me. So I'm going to create some marketing clips for you based on the people I get a chance to interview saying why people should attend your event next year. Done deal. I cash in my change jar and I bought two tickets to Seattle. And that's when we started production. We went to Cairo Fest mm -hmm. in 2015 and started interviewing people. I met Deed Harrison, Daniel Bay, Joe Dispenza, 
saw Billy DeMoss for the first time and I got a chance to meet some of these people. I had no idea who they were. I was just going to make a film on chiropractic. So go over to chirohustle.com, go down to the bottom of the page and you can download both those movies for free. Awesome. Well, I think, you know, anything that, you know, I know the movie doctored and some of the people that are behind that. And I think it's, they did a great job telling that story. I'm, you know, I, I encourage everybody to watch these films because you know what, we need to be inspired about the history of where we came from. There's a lot that took place in our history of chiropractors that we as modern day chiropractors have forgotten about that have laid the foundation for us to be able to continue to do what we do today and think about the millions and millions of lives that are helped every single year around the world. And so let me ask you this now, Jim, the, what's the podcast right now? What's the focus of the podcast? Has it changed at all since, since its beginnings? And how often can people uh, do episodes come out? What are those episodes focused on? Why would I come and listen to it on a regular basis? Tell, tell the listeners. Well, I appreciate that question. And here it is. I'm not here to like pull punches or anything. I'm just here to like set the, the story of who I am and why I do what I do. Yeah, and, totally. And, and I'm not here to discredit what they did with that film um, or anything. I think that everything, I, all I hoped is when I created mine, more people would come out and do better than mine. I felt like I had to make a, a step up, but we yep. created that film off of $3,000 and awesome. And it was all a passion project, blood, sweat, and equity. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. now the equity's paying it forward. And, you know, when you buy something that has value in it, you can go and, you know, cash out and reinvest and get the equity out of it. So that's kind of what hustle is. Um, mm -hmm. I realized that between film one and film two, that if I really wanted to do something, I had to create more value. I had to become mm -hmm. more known, liked, and trusted as Napoleon right. Hill would say, but I've changed it. You have to become known, loved, and trusted. Like the mm -hmm. love factor has to be the element, the extra something like BJ Palmer would say, it's not just the adjustments, the extra something behind it. And I believe the love that we produce with is actually something behind it. So the ground rules that I always set is uh, we protect the sacred trust with our show. We protect free speech and chiropractic and we support subluxation based chiropractors and we support innate intelligence within the institutions that teach chiropractic students. So what I hope to do was to bring real value of the chiropractic messages back to these campuses that were being castrated mm -hmm. by the larger institutions that wanted to remove the historical context of chiropractic out of the schools. So the whole thing was, is to make BJ Palmer proud, to make Reggie Gold proud, and to bring content out that would make the chiropractic profession proud for long-term and to really document the profession for perpetuity and to have something that people can go back to look at interviews of Jeannie Ohm, God rest her soul. She's passed away. She was one of our episodes, Robert Brooks passed away. So what we've done is we've documented this profession with the stories and it was always about adding more value to the profession. And I tell all the people we interview, number one, your colleagues and friends will listen to this. Your patients will listen to this. Your family will listen to this. And I want people to be really proud of your story. And I want you to be proud of it too. So mm -hmm. it was more of a symbolism of a time capsule that for the next millennium, that people are going to go back and have historical reference to these great names that have come and gone in the profession. I love it. So 
I'm gonna I'm gonna tap into your uh, wisdom that you've created of listening. Sounds like hundreds, maybe thousands of chiropractors over since you began this. And some of the names you've been throwing out, many of us know who those got people are, those gals are. So I, I know this, so many chiropractors, when they come to talk to us, they're, you know, they're looking for the secret sauce. <laughs> you know, they fell in love with chiropractic. They became, went to the chiropractic, but their chiropractic dream isn't exactly being fulfilled how they manifested it to be. You know, the chiropractic, or they're working their tails off, but they still say, what else can I do? How can I have more impact? So when you look at some of the most successful doctors that you've interviewed over the years, what have you found as some of the key attributes of the most successful? And when I say successful, that doesn't just mean money. I mean, what kind of impact are they having in their communities, in the profession, and around the world? What are those attributes of those individuals? Well, I think that, you know, to, to talk from a perspective of power is self-responsibility. And I think that that's the thing that gets people the um, opportunity to speak with us now is we're willing to host people on our show, um, but it takes their own courage. It takes them to find that they have the value to tell their story. And some of the best chiropractors I've ever met don't even want to be interviewed because they're just happy being the, the chiropractor on the corner that takes care of their community. And I think that there is something to be said about that too. My chiropractor who takes care of me here in Grand Junction, Colorado, he doesn't even want to be on the show. Um, people that I meet that I offer to be on the show, you know, sometimes people don't want to be that type of position. So I would say the most successful thing about a chiropractor is the one that understands how to do, uh, deliver the goods, um, learn how to adjust, learn your philosophy, um, become entrenched with the give, love, serve methodology. Um, know that you're only as good as your last adjustment and that people are depending on you. And if you don't tell them the truth about chiropractic, someone else will close it for them for drugs or surgery. So it's a big game. So the thing, the common denominator are the people that I find to have the most success. Um, they're good people, man. They're, they're great. They're great practitioners. They've had to become great business people um, because a healer is not necessarily a good business person and a good business person not necessarily can wear the hat of a healer. So we tried to make a chiropractor into a great business person. Well, that's why they need somebody that don't, that has the, the stability to be a coach and they need to learn from the greats. They need people to pour into them and help them with some of these things. It's, it's like you get a playbook and you're expected to go out there in the field and play, but if you don't have anybody to help you with the playbook, you're going to get smashed. Mm -hmm. So I think it's about being vulnerable enough to say, I don't know everything but also having the confidence to say that I can deliver the adjustment. I just need some help with the business stuff because I honestly don't think intrinsically that chiropractors are born with the ability to run business and to be a healer at the same time. It takes a lot of work. Well, you know, you, you, we look at a lot of the research, it takes 10,000 hours to become a master of anything. You think about 10,000 adjustments, 
you know, you become a master of that and continuing, continuing on with our education and constantly getting better. But the thing they never tell many of us as chiropractors, oh, hey, it takes those the same level of intent in your business as well. And things that a lot of chiropractors really struggle with. So one of the things I did here, I, I just want to repeat what you just said, Jim, because I think you said some brilliant things there and I don't want the listeners to miss it. The most successful doctors, ladies and gentlemen, you just heard Jim saying, again, I think he's got the credibility. Listen to all the people he's had the chance to sit around and his passion of leaning into this profession. But here's what I heard. Self-responsibility. They're good practitioners. That means they're masters of their craft. They understand their philosophy. They know how to deliver with confidence the chiropractic adjustment. The ones that are great, they lean in and are good business people, but they didn't get that by accident. They're coachable, but I heard a big word that Jim said. I don't want any of us to miss this. They're vulnerable. They're vulnerable to say, I don't know, and I need help. And so they, 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 uh, is really what a coach is, Jim, at the end of the day, somebody that just wants to help you win. So if I'm vulnerable and says, I don't know, and I can find a guy that says, I know how to help you win. That's a good marriage. Right. Mm -hmm. And then I say, here's the last word. If you do all those things, what does that do? That creates confidence. And that confidence then goes to something Jim said early in this, in this discussion. That confidence will help you get known. Your secret sauce will be your love and you'll become more trusted. And you expand your overall network and your impact of people. Did I miss anything? I just tried to summarize what you said, Jim. Those are your words. No, I think it's really good. And, and I would tell anybody that wants to build more credibility for themselves in the marketplace from an outside perspective looking in is dominate reviews. Mm. Dominate reviews and ask people to mm. do testimonials for you. Okay. Um, that, cause that's a silent salesman. Um, unfortunately that's how people buy stuff this, this day and age is the reviews. Um, if you're going to go buy anything, you're going to go read the reviews. That's the, the common currency today is, um, public perception. So if you have 250 reviews and there's another person in your town that has 17 reviews, you're probably going to go see the person with 250. Mm -hmm. So work on your, your flex to get enough people to say kind things about you and have a system in place to do that to where you're constantly getting the churn or review out there, because that's the common currency today for people that don't know you that mm -hmm. would consider to come see you because that's credibility. I love it. So, so much great information here. And, you know, Jim, one of the th things that we talk to a lot of doctors about is, you know, I'm from South Dakota. And so being in South Dakota, one of my favorite animals is the buffalo. And the buffalo are this amazing animal when you start to learn about them. But the thing, the characteristic I love about buffalo is that when we look out on the prairie, when storms come in, if you contrast what the buffalo do with what cattle do, it's a big difference. See, the cattle will see the storm and they'll run away from it. But the storms always get them sooner or later. But the buffalo will see the storms and they'll turn right in it, knowing if they run through it, they're going to get through it to the other side. And so as I interview you, you remind me of one of those buffalo, 
right? You're not afraid of the storm. You, you're not afraid to pick up the phone. You're not afraid to say, I'm going to go produce a documentary, not one, but two. I'm not afraid to go and talk to hundreds, maybe thousands of people about when you're working with a chiropractor. You're not afraid to do a lot of things. So you, you just show that great and great inspiration for all of us. Face the storms. Face the storms with self-responsibility. Be a master of your craft. Become a good business person. Be vulnerable. Be coachable. And get confident so you can get known, loved, and trusted. And dominate the reviews. Become that silent salesman with those reviews. So I would encourage all of you today, Jim, why don't you tell us, um, just go to Apple uh, or your pod, uh, podcast, download Cairo Hustle. Or how, do, how, do they, how do they listen to your episodes? So if you go to our website, I love website traffic. Um, I, okay. I love it when people go to CairoHustle.com. Um, you can check out all of our episodes. We have this little player in the middle of it called Fusebox. And you can go from episode one all the way to episode 337. Um, a lot of the reasons that our episodes haven't, all of our episodes didn't become, our interviews didn't become episodes is because I'd go out and do 20 interviews on a weekend at these major chiropractic seminars. And I'd stand there mm -hmm. uh, with my suit on and I would interview people from the red carpet and I would do 10 interviews a day and I would outproduce anything and everyone. And I, my, my big objective was to get more eyes on the event outside the four walls of the event with my productions. Mm. So I wanted to people to see the FOMO of what they missed out on by not being at one of those major seminars. And it was a different angle mm. that no one else could really hold down because it shows vulnerability when you're live and you're interviewing mm -hmm. people on the fly. Um, you have to be the Buffalo. Um, you have to run through mm -hmm. the storm and you have to feel like um, no matter what's going on that you can charge through it. And uh, I, I, that's why you can go on there and find the episodes on there. Um, but if you go down to the bottom of the website page, we're streaming on all major um, podcast podcatching things. So if you like Spotify, go check it out on Spotify. If you like it on YouTube, go check us out on YouTube. Um, the cool thing about our show is we do everything live as a, a video like this where we produce it as a video, we release it that way. We strip the audio, we produce it. And then it goes out every Monday and Thursday on any one of your favorite streaming platforms, whether it be Spotify or Apple podcast or whatever's under the sun that you're interested in. Uh, we, we, I realized this, Dr. Nathan, that we had to fish in every pond in order to service the chiropractic message to every listener. And that's the big idea is BJ Palmer would be podcasting. He would have probably hired my ass to be out there podcasting for him. Because he <laughs> I think you want to. Because he would have been like, because yeah, BJ's promoter perish, right? Yeah, would have been like, if you're not really? if you're not promoting your business, you'll be promoting it for sale. <laughs> yeah, and right. My, one of my favorite quotes yeah. of his is, "Early to bed, early to rise, work like hell and advertise," and that's what I love. I love it. So I love it. I love it. That's what I love so much about yeah. this profession is it has fundamentals, it has foundation, it has yeah. history. And yeah. I feel like the profession is just getting started. 
Like we still have a lot of yeah. momentum going forward and people are starting to see the house mm -hmm. of cards tumble down and fall apart with this whole pharmacological approach to saying that it's an outside in perspective for health. And really it's an inside out perspective mm -hmm. for health. And that's the one thing I would take away from this whole thing is I've learned that the body's a self-healing organism. There's nothing mechanistic that's inside of the body. It's all organic and you can't take an outside in perspective and expect the body to get better, but I'm not a fool either. I believe that you should have two types of doctors in your life. You should have mm -hmm. one to keep you healthy, a chiropractor, and one to save you from dying. So if you get to the point where there's limitations that matter in your life, yes, go see the other type of doctor and let them prop you up with their things to keep you emergency care healthy. But really, if you want to stay healthy long-term, go find a chiropractor. Love it. All right, guys, I just want to encourage you. I mean, if this doesn't inspire you, it may just give you another perspective. So go take a, take a, check out the films, check out Cairo Hustle, download and listen to the podcast. Uh, Jim, a great big thank you from me and I know all the rest of the chiropractors for everything that you're doing for the profession. Thank hey, you, my man. friend. I appreciate the opportunity. You bet. You can find more thoughts on how to move beyond bricks at drnathanunruh.com.